all of a sudden something that you thought, oh, I'm just doing it in the darkness, you realize that it, it ends up being seen. It ends up being heard and people end up being impacted by it. And it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't have to be on some grand scale. If you're a person who's heard the word no from a boss, an ex, a team that cut you, a job market that didn't want you, an accident or diagnosis that left you debilitated and depressed, or felt paralyzed by any setback that you just weren't willing to accept, this is the show for you. 10,000 No's is a roadmap built by guests who have blazed trails, silenced critics, and overcome the odds by facing down their fears and transforming their failures into fuel. I don't care if you're young or old, healthy or sick, there is always an opportunity for growth. This is Matthew Del Negro, and you're listening to 10,000 No's. Welcome back to 10,000 No's. As always, thank you for being here with us. And um, today is going to be another solo episode, full disclosure. Um, we like to get ahead of ourselves with interviews, so we have a nice um, a nice bit of time between the interview and when it is released, and sometimes that could be up to two or three months. And lately, I have been pretty busy with uh, some, some things in the acting world and uh, personal things that I have not really interviewed in a while. And so the interviews have dwindled down and now I'm giving you these solos because I guess I'm a control freak about the release schedule. I do not like to miss a Friday. I feel that it is important if you say you're going to release an episode every Friday, you should deliver on that. And uh, they can be shorter than the average, but that's okay. I want to give you something. And um, I have been doing a lot of listening on my own, and I wanted to share that with you for whatever reason. Um, I think it's a combination of some of the guests that I've had on 10,000 No's and um, just maybe a need for this kind of message, but I've been really binging some uh, podcasts with pastors. And then um, I mentioned this to someone that I know, and he referred me to yet another. So I had been listening to this, uh, that Joel Osteen podcast, which ironically, a few years ago, my mother had mentioned Joel Osteen to me, and um, I watched him on TV, and I really didn't didn't really respond to him in in a very positive light. And then three years later, for whatever reason, I, I heard that he had a podcast. I started listening to it and it worked for me. And I started really um, kind of binging him and liking his message, which a lot of it is uh, similar to you know, it's it's all he's it's biblical. It's a church that he's preaching from. Um, but it's it, what I responded to. I think the most is just in envisioning and speaking positively into the world and to yourself. And the chatter that you have in your head is it negative? Is it defeating? Or is it positive and empowering? And it's made me think a lot about how do I speak to my kids? How do I speak to myself? And it's really a conscious choice to to say the things to yourself that will encourage you and will kind of um, 
get you fired up to go after whatever it is that you're going after. And anyway, uh, I reached out to a guy named Joel Marion. Uh, shout out to Joel Marion, who has his own podcast called Born to Impact. And um, I had mentioned the Joel Osteen thing to him, and he said, you got to check this guy out, Stephen Furtick. Um, who was a pastor in, I believe, North Carolina. I'm not even sure. I think it's the Charlotte area. Anyway, I, I went over and I listened to him. Um, if you heard one of my my recent episodes, I had a couple of quotes. There was a, a quote from this Bishop T.D. Jakes, who Stephen Furtick had sat down with um, uh, for like a two-hour, I don't know what it was considered, an interview or what, Um but there were some quotes that I pulled from that. And then I started uh, delving into Stephen Furtick and he's just been speaking to me. And um, so I had uh, something that I wanted to talk about today, which is you don't know who's listening. You know, in this case, it's I don't know who's listening to this podcast. As an actor, sometimes it's you don't know who's watching. You know, you don't know who is uh, watching the work that you've put out there already. And sometimes you, if you just do your job, sometimes you get calls out of the blue with offers and you say, how did you know about me? And it turns out they saw something that you did. And sometimes it's something obscure that you did that you really cared about and you put the work in and it, it was seen by someone who ended up being in a position to hire you. And, and so what I'm saying to all of you is these, these principles that you can live by, for example, me putting this out and, and saying, I'm going to put it out every Friday. Does anybody care? Probably not. Would anybody notice if I didn't have an episode one Friday? Probably not. But I know it and I live by it and I'm going to put something out. Um, excuse me for that. Uh, so I'm going to put something out. So, so here we are, I am particularly into the subject right now because I recently, like three days ago, got an email from an acting studio in New York, uh, an acting coach, famous acting coach, Terry Knickerbocker. Uh, ironically, I was supposed to take his workshop in April with my friend Chris Messina, and we both got work, so we couldn't do it. Um, but he... Uh, is is a coach to our other friend, Sam Rockwell, who won an Oscar recently, was nominated for an Oscar this past year. Uh, and Terry Knickerbocker is Sam's go-to coach. And I got an email from uh, their studio, and the, the person in the studio said that Terry is a big fan of the show. And I thought, no way. They're just, you know, they must be doing some kind of PR push and, you know, he's doing podcast interviews and they randomly picked mine and, and said they want to do it. And anyway, I, I went back and forth. I said, I'm so excited. That's incredible. I was actually going to study with him. And she said that he was so excited that their whole studio was excited that I was going to be doing this. And I thought, man, he actually, one, he actually is listening to this and does, you know, according to this woman, is very passionate about what I'm doing with this podcast. And two, it just made me think, who is out there listening? Or in your case, whatever it is that you do in your life, who is it affecting? And when you get into the, the reason I brought up Stephen Furtick was because he had this this quote that I wrote down in in the notes on my phone. 
He said, when you're in a rut, say, this is significant. And his point was, it's so easy when there are no external rewards coming from the work that you're doing with whatever it is that you're passionate about. It's so easy to go like, ah, why am I doing this? For example, why, why, why am I going to, you know, bust my ass to release this episode this Friday that is, well, this will be next Friday from when I'm recording, but why, why, am, why do I care? Why do I care? Nobody's listening. You know, no one notices. Everybody's listening to Dak Shepard and Oprah and, and, you know, nobody cares about this, but you can't, if you live your life that way, you're never going to build anything because you're, when the chips are down or the chips are against you or the chips just feel like nobody notices the chips, you're not going to do the work that needs to be done to build something. So when you're in a rut, say this is significant and that means holding yourself to certain standards and, and putting it out there and knowing, Hey, it's, it's not about me. Yeah. Sometimes I don't feel like doing all the work that it takes to, uh, produce one of these episodes, but people are listening. And if people have come to rely on it, you know, I get feedback from this very specific, intimate feedback that's emotional. And it's, a you know, in some way, I mean, I'm so lucky that in some way this is affecting people that they want to respond and, and share these these intimate details of their, their lives with me and how they've been affected by one of my past guests. Um, that, but that's now a responsibility that I have to you, the listeners. So I have to do it. So I, I just thought that was something I wanted to talk about. You never know who's listening. So what you do when no one's watching is what you end up getting rewarded for later. And I'm excited to sit down with Terry Knickerbocker and pick his brain about acting and also about his journey. Um, you know, I don't know when that will be released, but uh, I have work coming up in New York. I'll be going to his studio and interviewing him there, and I'm excited. But the other thing is, um, there were just a few quotes that I, I just wanted to add that that I thought applied to this. Um, the enemy always attacks you at the passes so he can keep you from going forward in your life. And it's at these moments when, you know, it's not at these these high points. It's it's at these moments in between the moments when you're when you're um, feeling like, eh. What, what's it all amount to, you know, um, that's when, you know, you talk about the enemy. I mean, in this case, Stephen Furtick was talking about the devil in, in your case, whatever your religious beliefs, it doesn't matter. It could be apathy. It could be, um, just that, that kind of who cares, who cares what I'm doing. And it's at those moments when you're when it's it's not clearly defined, it's easy to just slowly but surely walk away from the track. You know, I wouldn't even say hop off the track because you don't even really, you're not even aware of it. It's little by little. And all of a sudden you look up and you're like, whoa, I'm way over here. And the track is over there because I let myself get, uh, you know, forget to do the things that made me 
successful that got me to this space, this place in, in the first place. And the last thing that I had written down here was sometimes survival is success, just staying in the game, staying in faith. And I think that's what I'm talking about. And I've talked about it a lot here, and I've, I've definitely spoken about it on other people's podcasts when I've been interviewed saying that, that, you know, it, it's that Rocky Balboa mentality. Just stay in the game. You're not yet fighting the prize fight, but you only will have a shot at that prize fight if you stay in the game. You know, and staying in the game means not just going through the motions, although at some points you will just be going through the motions because at some point the passion is gone for a little bit. And that's when the pro earns the right to call himself a pro or herself a pro. You know, the amateur, when the passion is gone, they go away from that hobby. The pro, they show up no matter what. And that passion is rekindled. But you need to go through the motions when it's when the passion isn't there so that you can rekindle the faith and find the faith. And when you have the faith, you continue to go and then lo and behold, people are listening that you really admire. And all of a sudden, something that you thought, oh, I'm just doing it in the darkness, you realize that it, it ends up being seen. It ends up being heard. And people end up being impacted by it. And it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't have to be on some grand scale. It could just be, you know, I, I think about this. One of the things about doing a podcast and, and speaking on these topics and talking to these people is that, you, you know, you're, you're talking a pretty good talk. All of a sudden you start to go, huh, how am I with my kids? You know, am I always... You know, I'm just saying what you do when you think nobody's looking is, is what's going to be out there. You know, plenty of times. And I'm, if you're a parent and you're listening and you're being fully honest, you'll realize, yeah, or at least I'll I'll admit it. There are plenty of times I do things I'm not proud of in front of my kids. I, I hope that I'm conscious of it, that I'm striving to be the best dad that I can be all the time. But, you know. That you, it's something to think about. You know, I'm not just talking in a sense of a, of a career or a podcast or a whatever it is that you do, you know, professionally. In your life, how do all of your actions land on <clears throat> and impact other people, whether it's good or bad? And I think all of us have a bit of both. And hopefully we're striving to have more of a a good impact than a bad one and leave this place better than we found it. That's all I'm going to talk about for this week. I'm going to wrap it up. It's a little 15 minute nugget. I hope you enjoy it. Um, I hope it resonates with you. We are in the process of lining up more interviews. I have a bunch of people who have been requesting to be on the show, which I'm very grateful for. And, um, it's just been, schedule-wise, it's been tough to do, but we'll be back with a lot of interviews coming down the line. And uh, as we say, every Friday, and if you want to know more about who's coming up, I always have promo videos on my Instagram feed. That's at Matty Dell. 
You can also go follow me on Twitter at Matthew Del Negro, Facebook at Matthew Del Negro, and you can write into the show. The email is info at 10,000nos.com. That's I-N-F-O at 10000nos.com. If you have any questions, you have any comments, you have feedback, you have guest requests, you want to bring somebody on the show, um, you want to uh, introduce me to Oprah, whatever you want to do, it is there for you and available. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you.